Hello, Senorita Tai at the canteen. Mr. Mark, I simply says, I've got to give you egg whites, boiled skinless chicken breast, pasta, oatmeal, and beetroot juice. Alexander Mitrovich, and I eat cranberry for best for breakfast. Quiet! You're supposed to be generational talent, but to me, you are too sweet. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Good evening everyone, welcome to episode 74 of FPL Bros. I'm Kojo and joining me tonight is Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing alright. Yeah, wonderful. Okay then, so yeah, before we get started I just wanted to say please hit like, please hit subscribe, be very grateful if you do both of those things, it will help out the channel. I also want to say that I've noticed we've got some new subscribers this season as well. So thank you guys for subscribing and uh, joining uh, our slowly growing channel. But if the amount of subscribers we had matched the amount of people who liked every uh, episode, we'd be much happier. So if you are subscribing and you're listening, just hit like. And even if you don't listen to this episode or you're <laughs> about to stop or do something else, just hit like. Just, just, Just do it. You know, it's all right. It's fine. Nothing bad's going to happen. All right. Now we've got that out of the way. Yeah, we um just going to take a look at our game week fives, which recently game week five finished a couple of hours ago with Man United beating Leicester away. And then we'll just do a preview of our player picks for game week six. Sound good? Sounds good to me. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right, then. So game week five. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I think this was quite an interesting game week. Uh, there were some, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, it was just an interesting game week because for me, I took a hit. I brought in two players and let out two players. I brought in uh, Duncan Rodrigo and I brought them in in place of, who did I bring them in for off the top of my head? Hmm. Oh, Zinchenko and, and, oh no, I had Rodrigo last week. I did take a hit. I can't remember who I took a hit, of. or maybe I took a hit last week. But anyways, I'm I'm dragging on here. I brought them <laughs> both in and uh, got a minus one with Dunk because of the red and Rodrigo injured and did nothing, so got one point there. But still, it was my biggest point haul of the of the season so far. I've had a dreadful season. If anyone's been following in our league, um, yeah. <laughs> well, why do you why do you think that is? Is it because I know a lot of people didn't really want to have Haaland in their team. And there's there's some people who are like around the three or four million mark because they went KDB over Holland, for example. I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you. Like mm. I literally I couldn't tell you. I think I think initially I went big on Liverpool defence. Yeah. I had two representatives from Liverpool defence and that that dragged me down for a couple of weeks. I had Cody when he was at Wolves and then he moved to Everton. And so, and then I decided to bench him so I, I, after game week two, after game week three. So I missed out on his points falls. 
To be honest with you, it's just been, I think it's just been, like, obviously, at the end of the day. A bit of bad luck. That's what I was going to say, literally. A bit of bad luck, a bit of bad luck. And, like, captaining the wrong player at the wrong time. Captaining can make such a difference. Um, Huge difference. And I think, I would say, of this FPL, what I've noticed is, I know this sounds, this is, like, not, I don't want to sound snooty, but, like, rookie players have seemed to have far more of a shot in the first five in this in these first past five game weeks mm. because like like and i'll say this from a work league as well because that was quite it was quite a competitive league last season but the people who were around like mid bottom table yeah are like way up ahead way up ahead just from crazy random picks like their first week draft having saint maximan yeah zaha yeah, yeah gross yeah. Like, yeah. like, like they were, they were like the biggest differentials in the first game no, week. No, it's and they, true. And, and they returned, and these guys yeah. just somehow were like top of the table and out of sight. Basically. They they returned and they kept returning. That was the thing yeah, as well. Because what you so. <laughs> again, I don't want to sound snooty. What you you often get with sort of not as engaged managers, shall we say, mm-hmm. is that they look at who's doing well and then they put them in the team. And as long as that person keeps playing well they keep them in their team and then mm. when they stop playing well they get rid of them obviously when, and then people like us we like oh we think long term oh five next five or six game weeks uh, this person's going to have good fixtures and all the rest of it yeah and then we sit there and watch them blank game after game after game <laughs> it's like no no they're gonna come, come, good. Gonna come, come good. <laughs> meanwile everybody else is transferring in the players who are actually delivering so i, I know what you mean but i i i, th- I thought you were going to wild card or did i get that no wrong? you're not you're not mistaken so yeah so i am um, decided that I've looked I've been looking at wild cards since I mean game week three but I mean that was a bit mm. nonsense that was a bit crazy but I've been looking at it just because I'm just not happy with like because I'm for me I'm at the point where I take a few hits or I take some wild cards and I'm uh-huh. and I'm I'm playing fast and loose here Kojo <laughs> I'm going for differentials I'm telling you like that's what like I'm gonna go for I'm gonna like I am I'm think I'm, well I'm gonna wild card this week I think I'm gonna probably after our chat today I'm gonna put in a draft just in case i miss out on some price changes okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna do that right after i chat just put in a draft of what i'm kind of thinking that if price yeah. changes happen then i haven't lost out on any like 0.3 millions or whatever else no cumulatively. Uh, no again there's a lot of a lot you get a lot of price changes at the beginning of the season because that's when everyone's paying attention yeah but by christmas i mean it's there's 10 million quick yeah i know there's 10 million managers at the moment but i'm telling you by christmas there will be eight million teams that nobody has changed for weeks yeah no for sure no 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 for sure for sure for sure <laughs> and and then then the prices will stabilize because people are transferring managers in and out at such great numbers no, uh, but at the moment 100%. you're right you have to be quick you know point one there point one there uh, and it really does yeah. it adds up because because i think i felt it the most i think after game week two I wanted to. I wanted to just swap out. I just wanted to swap out two players. I was going to take a hit. I was happy to take the hit because I was going to bring in Martinelli. I was going to bring in James in game yeah. two. But Martinelli had gone up one, and the player I was transferring. No, Martinelli and James both gone up by point one. The player I changed when it's changed out had gone down by point one, and I had yeah. point three. And I thought, yeah, I'll be golden. But yeah. I didn't realize that I was burning at both ends. So they had both gone up, and I had gone. The player I transferred out has gone down, and I was yeah. point one out. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. That was it. I just couldn't. I couldn't transfer. And now I look back, and that would have been a blind of a transfer. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's terrible. At, right painful. now, you've got to act quickly, but later on, 
should be okay. Yeah, you can give it more time, wait for Mm. more information, and so on. All right, then. Um, What about you? How was your week? It was okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because I I didn't captain Haaland and, you know, a lot of results didn't go my way. Mm. Obviously, no Liverpool clean sheet. Chelsea did terribly. I kept James in my team because I didn't want all the hassle of transferring him out and back in again. And Luis Diaz did nothing as well. So I'm going to end the the week on 81 points because... I'm going to get Bailey's two-pointer off the bench. Don't know what's going on at Aston Villa. Uh, Steven Gerrard clearly does not know what his best team is, does he? And... I don't know either. He literally, <laughs> like, well, Aston I... played Villa this week and the, the Douglas Ruiz guy scored from the corner again I twice in two weeks. It was insane. It, it, that is so. I mean, that's that's got to be a goal with like an xG of zero 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 point one or something. I don't think it's even. It's got an xG. <laughs> I don't think you can register an xG from there because how many times do people actually shoot from that corner? I know it's that's preposterous. Yeah. Yeah. My my game week was actually saved by get this. It was Ben White. Really? Um, yeah, because he came off before. Who who were uh, Arsenal playing? Villa. Villa. Yeah. He came he off before Villa scored. Oh, so he got a clean sheet. <laughs> yeah, and he also banked two bonus. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. What a result. <laughs> um, although I have to say, and I might as well say now, Ben White does worry me because Arteta's been talking Tommy Yasu up. And yeah. uh, I, I just don't know. Some people are like, oh, he might shift back into you know the centre of the pitch. Saliba might get a rest. Saliba's not dropping to... out. Sleep we might even go to defense, <laughs> defensive midfield, you know, while and Nenny and, and Party are out. But I'm like, I think I've got to pull the trigger there. So so anyway, it's not bad. Uh, I've got a green arrow, or at least I will have by the looks of it. Uh, and I'm just doing better at this stage than I have done for the past two or three seasons. So I'm happy about that. That's, that's yeah. all that's, that's keeping me going. OK, then. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. So moving on. We've got game week six coming up. Saturday and Sunday games, nice and traditional. Mm-hmm. Who, you, or who are your picks for the upcoming game week? Mm. I don't know. It's a tough one. I think it's quite um, like it's quite a, it's an interesting game week. There's a lot of there's a lot of battles between sides that have been typically quite good so far. So I'm look I look at Brentford and Leeds. That should be an interesting that should be an interesting one. There's the Merseyside yeah. derby, which is just, I don't even, I don't, I don't like it. That could be another 6-7, I don't know, who knows? It, it, it could, but I, I like to think that when it comes to the Merseyside derby, you, you always get something from, you yeah. usually get something for your money from Everton. Plus, Liverpool, they're, they're allergic to clean sheets at the moment. Yeah, no, tr- trust me, I like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Flipping heck, man. I don't know what's happening. It's like they're chucking them in. I honestly do what's going on down at Liverpool. That's <laughs> fair. But um, let, let me get my player picks up. Let me get my player picks up. So I'm going for, I'm steering clear of some tense fixtures. I'm going to go for Sterling against West Ham. West Ham look weak. Um, I feel like Chelsea kind of turn it on a bit against West Ham and I think they should, I think Sterling might return. Mm. I'm going to go for Gibbs White for Forest against oh. Bournemouth. This is Ooh. purely on the eye test. I happened yes. to catch the Bournemouth, the, the Forest last game. And he, I mean, he moves. And if anything's going to happen, it will. I feel like he will be in and around it because he's he's got darting runs. He's pacey. He's tricky. He's got he's got the skill. 
So I think he's going to be a bit like their talisman if they are going to get anything good. I, I, I like come that. Him. Yeah, I like that. I mean, he's he's listed as a midfielder, and from what I can see, they're playing him up, playing him up yeah, front. Yeah, he's pretty much he's pretty much number nine. Like he's going through the middle. Yeah. He might play like a bit of a false nine role, but definitely he's taking on. He's they put the responsibility on his shoulders for you're going to get us some goals. Yeah. And, I mean, like they're both they're both probably looking in and around like <laughs> relegation, but at some point they've got to score, they've got to win against somebody, and they're no. probably going to win against one of each other. You know what I mean? So. No, I, I like that. Uh, he's he's yours for five point five million know, as well. Crazy. So I I've got my eye on him. That is a crazy. Like if he just gets six points, that's six mm. points that probably other people probably aren't getting. And no. five million, this this nothing. It's going um, to for him definitely. And then. I don't know. I don't know because I look at I look at the Brighton Leicester game and I think there should be something there. But I just I just I, I just don't know. I've like I've got a I've got a hazard. I've got like an aversion to pick somebody from Brighton because <laughs> I'm 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 very much of the opinion that like what we're seeing right now with Gross with uh, with the Silver with like these kind of and most of Brentford's midfield they're all on like double figures at the moment but most of Brentford's midfield I just feel like it's it's just the purple patch yeah I don't like like I feel like the cream will rise to the top and soon everyone will have brought them in and they'll have like triple Brentford midfield or something <laughs> and, and they'll be able to do nothing to shift them and they'll that, just be returning twos and ones that is a good attitude to have and a lot of the best managers at FPL avoid mid-table and lower-table teams <clears throat> like they're playing. And they say, the reason I get all the points is because you stick with the big players of the big teams. Yeah. And you captain them when they're playing smaller teams. It's it's not rocket science. Yeah. And, see, this is the thing. They're not, they don't, they're not necessarily consistent. Exactly. How, having said that, Leicester are looking woeful at the moment. They are looking. And, and looking Brighton, poor. apart from their last game, are looking well organised. I think mm-hmm. that's probably the best way of describing them. Yeah, well drilled. So, I mean, is there anybody you'd you'd, you'd want to go for in, in that game? I would probably go for, even though he ruined my week. I'll probably go for Dunk. Uh, I mean, okay. I like Sanchez. I like Brighton's defence because they're so well drilled. They're quite a difficult team to break down, and Leicester <laughs> don't look like they got anything in them to break down anybody. <laughs> so I, I see. I, I would put money on them having a clean sheet, but going forward, I just don't know who might score. That's the only issue. Wow. I mean, Derek's obviously a big fan of Madison at the moment. So yeah, I mean, he, I saw he, Madison he would, tonight against United. If, yeah, if he well, yeah, I mean, if he were here, he'd probably say Madison. But you know, I, I'm not too disappointed that I didn't go along with that. You know, at first I thought Madison's killing me, but then Luis Diaz got 14 points against Bournemouth, and I thought actually I don't mind not having Madison. The thing, the thing with Madison is, like, if you look at his like. Like, he seems to do well over a season, hmm. but he blows hot and cold, and I just can't have that, because it's the cold. <laughs> I can't. I can't have that. Like, when I'm... Because, like, when I... Like, I've already had, like, done a bit of scouting for my wildcard, and when I click on a player, I click on it, and I see... I want to see a... Like, if you've got... If you say you've got 18 points, I don't want to see... Like, I don't know. I don't want to see a 14 and then a bunch of twos. I want to see a six, <laughs> an eight, a six. No. Do you know no. what I mean? <laughs> Just I mean? facts, facts. Again, and, and I, you, know I, you, lo- you know I love my little sayings and my little truisms yeah. and, and, and my, my little mottos. But here's another one. With FPL, it's, it's about picking 
predictable players. You know, exactly. we all know who's good. We all know who's bad. That's not. It's not really the, the trick. The trick is is who's predictable. When mm-hmm. is someone going to be bad? When is someone going to be good? You need to know when Madison's going to be good. And yeah. that, a lot of the time, you don't. When I yeah, saw Leicester's fixtures, I thought I'm staying away from all of them. And mm-hmm. there's Madison popping up with his sixes and sevens and eights. And you think. I, I don't like I, again. I don't that kind of risk. It just just makes gives you know. It, it really makes me start to p- break out in a sweat. Yeah, no, I just I don't, don't know you. when it's coming with him. I don't, I don't blame you, and I know this controversial as it sounds. I'm feeling that way about Salah. <laughs> like, like I know there's certain players that are just gold dust, and you 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 can't rotate them out just because mm. of the ownership. Yeah, but like I've done, I've done. Two wild card drafts. Yeah. And what the main the main difference is Salah isn't in one of them, and I've just been like, oh, man. Well, fair enough because I just don't like. I just, I can, does, it's a lot of some money, people man. will say, does he really justify thirty million pounds? And at the moment, he's not really justifying it. The problem is, over the course of the season, he probably will. Yeah. Uh, and again, sometimes it's about jumping on and off players. It's fine to jump off Salah if you can bring in other people who will score more points than him over a particular period. Yeah. But but who's that going to be at the moment? It's a bit difficult to say. This is uh, that's the issue. But but again, there are some people who don't have Salah who've done really well, mainly because they don't captain him every time Warland. Oh. Yeah, no, this so, is true. So, so, the, so the, they've done really well out of the past couple of game weeks. So that's the thing. So I'm not necessarily against taking Salah out of your team. It is a lot of money. Uh, but I think you've got to know when to bring him in. And you've got to be prepared well. to as well, because the thing about taking the most expensive player out of your team, the most mm. expensive player in FPL out of your team, is that yes. to try and bring him back in is going to cost you. Yes. <laughs> it might. Yeah. You're, you're, nine times out of ten, you're taking a hit unless yeah. you've really planned it well. Yeah. No, you've got to book in a transfer for that uh, definitely, unless you're wild carding. Okay, those those are some decent sounding picks for this week. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Um, what have you got? What have I got? Uh, some uh, complete unknowns and left field choices. So <laughs> yes. I'm going to start off with the most left field one, which is uh, Suchek. Uh, okay. Yeah, West Ham. So he scored at the weekend. Yeah, uh, the nice reason, Yeah, the reason why he's uh, looking good, I think, is because he doesn't really get rotated in that West Ham team. And he's looking like he might be bringing back his... his uh, we might be seeing the Suchek of old uh, when he smashed it a couple of seasons ago. West Ham definitely up their intensity in that game against Spurs. And, I mean, Antonio was unplayable at times. He really mm-hmm. should have had a, a goal, or at least two of them. I, I think West Ham are back. They just, you know, look a bit, I don't know, they just took them a while to get going. But I think the fact they did did well in their Europa qualifiers means they're take they're going to carry that form into the league. So Suchek is a sort of an interesting one. And uh, he is available for, let me have a look, 5.4 million. Okay. So, um, it's still the uh, same as Gibbs White. Gibbs White got 5.5. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um, obviously, the only problem is he's going to play Chelsea this weekend. But Chelsea, I think, I've got a soft centre. So even though West Ham might lose that game, he might get something out of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my that's my get out clause. All right, the next one I'm thinking along the same lines as you is Nico Williams, right? Yeah, uh, of Forest. You're right. Forest do play well. They haven't had much to show for it, but they are going to cause some teams problems this season. He's playing as a wing back. Uh, he he creates a hell of a lot of chances. He's one of the most creative defenders in the game. Again, he's not got anything to show for it. 
but he's still worth a look. Who've Forrest got? Um, Forrest got. They have Bournemouth. Oh, Bournemouth yeah. next, and then yeah. after that, they got Leeds, Fulham. So, so it's he it's could it's, have him in for a little while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of people started with him. Mm-hmm. I was one of them who dropped him to get in a more expensive defender. But yeah, it's worth you know thinking about getting him back in because he's very very creative. He's only four point one million, and yeah, I think uh, he's a good uh, shout for game week six. My last one is uh, probably a bit more obvious. Anthony Gordon. Um, yeah. He looks like he's going to stay at Everton. I don't want to say too much because uh, well, we've got 12 minutes until the transfer window closes. Anything could happen. Uh, I'd be very just, shocked if he goes anywhere. They've been spending more. I think the, the problem with Anthony Gordon is that if he does stays, once Calvert-Lewin is fit again, he's not going to be quite as exciting because he'll be playing off the wing. But at the moment, he is their centre forward. And he's starting to show why Chelsea wanted him in the last couple of games. Um, he's actually up there for goal threats and the goal attempts with midfielders uh, because he's being played out of position, essentially. So a lot of people are on him already, and uh, I am someone who's got my on him as well. I don't know what Everton's like run of fixtures is going to be, but I think he might get something against Liverpool because, as we've already said, Liverpool are just, just, just so leaky at the moment. Uh, Everton have their next three is Liverpool, home, Arsenal away, West Ham home. Yeah. Uh, so at least tough. against Liverpool, he might get something. And again, he's essentially just there to save you a bit of money, really, more than anything else, because, uh, you know, a lot of us are spending big mm-hmm. elsewhere in our teams. So if you can free up a bit of cash somewhere, you know, he's a forward that you can play for a Ooh. change. No, sorry. He's a midfielder. Apologies. But again, 5.5. Like, yeah, this is bargain basement right. tonight. Yeah. Full 5.5. 5.5 we're talking about. And even though I know he's a cover star, I'm not going to say Mitrovic just yet. Uh, Again, he's a good shout for a forward. I was convinced that he was going to be like the Mitrovic we saw two seasons ago and four seasons ago. In that he starts well and then he just tails off. But something tells people are saying, no, he's different. And the way he eats up defenders at the moment, he does it does look different, right? It's yeah. scary. Like what what he did to Trent Alexander Arnold, that should be illegal. But yeah, I would say, I would say like if like Trent Trent as a defender, I mean you might as well like I don't know. Put, put put your daughter in there. Like, <laughs> let's not even talk about Trent as a defender. But like, let's talk about an actual person who actually defends football. Um, Gabriel. <laughs> he, he ragdolled Gabriel. Yeah. Ragdolled him. Nicked the ball between, from his legs, and then later on there was a cross that came in, dragged him to the ground. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, because Gabriel, his 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 defending style is brute force. Yeah. He's not exactly the most technical guy. He's just he's six foot four, and that's all you need to know, really. Yeah. So, and well, Mitrovic let him know that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm Mitrovic, and this is what I do. I That's think he's. Right. And I think he. The thing about him is he's a bit of a wild card it, because it, when it, Fulham get true. the ball, yeah, they they send it in long, and if 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 you're just caught underneath his elbow, that's it. That's he, he'll it. get the header. Yeah. <laughs> No, they. I mean, they know what they're doing. They're playing to his strength. The only problem is he's got Spurs and Chelsea next. And I don't see him getting anything out of Spurs, frankly. Uh, fancy him at Chelsea. Uh, yeah, I, do, I, fancy him at Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, you I could bring him in for Chelsea. Uh, but but this, this game week, it's, it's Spurs first of all. Uh, so yeah. I, I would be hesitant. Uh, but that's about it. That's about it for the picks. 
Although I've got one more. I've Go got, on. It's just that this may be not for this game week, but it's definitely an honourable mention. That Isak guy from, from Newcastle. Oh. He looked like the business against yes. Liverpool. No. He had them on the ropes. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, Very and Newcastle unlucky to needed get that someone. Goal, yeah, uh, that, that second allowed. goal. And both finishes were magnificent. Clean. Very yeah. clean. To, Very. Come, to come in for your first game in, in, in England, yeah. playing for Newcastle yeah. away at Anfield yeah. and put a performance like that. Yeah. I fancy him for the rest of the season. I really, really no, do. No, he's 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 definitely a look a looker there. And if Newcastle got any sense then he he'll just start up front and they can yeah. have Wilson on the bench and they can uh, shift Chris Wood on. Because and... their next Newcastle's run is very favourable as well. I mean apart from Palace, because yeah. Palace home is going to be a tough one, I think. Yeah. Just because He's got like Palace Vieira's got them drilled to the T, so I don't know how he'll do. But after that, they've got West Ham, Bournemouth, Fulham, Brentford. No, it looks okay. The only, the only, again, damage. the only problem is a lot of us have. I think he's seven million, yeah, and again, a lot of people are going to have to sh- yeah shift some funds around to bring him in. Plus, he apparently had a bit of a problem towards the end of that Liverpool game mm. as well. So we're going to have to wait and see how fit he's going to be. But I mean, if he doesn't play or he only gets like sub appearance this weekend he's definitely back for the rest and yeah i mean he looks like he's going to be a starter at newcastle and when some maxman is back then it's he's they're going to make lethal it is it is you're all about to witness a monumental throwdown okay then i'm going to end it there Thank you very much for taking the time. I appreciate it. As always, I know it's not easy, so I'm very grateful. Hit like, hit subscribe, because we know we've got a lot, we've got more subscribers. So if you all just hit like, uh, it's going to do wonders for us. So that would be much appreciated. So, yep, uh, that's the end of the episode. And all that's left for me then is to say green arrows all around and uh, see you in the next one. Yeah, see you later, guys. Okay, bye-bye.